0: Good morning, Lee. Good morning, Tara. The fraud trial of Donald Trump in New York going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, expecting probably a ruling today. I don't have a lot of hope, I got to tell you. Yeah, I don't either. Given that this is totally stacked as a liberal judge. um, And uh, a prosecutor, uh, Letitia James. Well, I- I'll tell you uh, who she is right here. I am would you say? to register to um,
1: vote because my voice doesn't make a difference or I'm just one person I say one I say one name Donald Trump that should motivate you off your ass and vote will you will you sue him for us oh we're gonna definitely sue we're gonna be a real pain in the ass he's gonna know my name personally I love it <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, sue I him, him.
0: I'm going to be a pain yeah. in the ass. He's going to know my name personally. Stacked with a liberal judge. It's amazing how the left can always get the right liberal judge to yeah. wreck your life in the show trial. Yeah. This is a show trial. But I don't. I don't know if anybody knows, like, what's at stake here and how big of a deal this is. Okay. He is facing, this is a fraud charge. He is facing a $370 million fine. Donald Trump's net worth is not what we thought it was or what it actually was in in past years. We've known that from the tax returns and other things that have come out. This is really going to damage him. I got people saying, oh, no, he's a billionaire. Not, no, not anymore. This is really going to damage him. The reason for the size of the fine is to make sure he can't self-fund, Lee. Mm -hmm. To make sure he can't self-fund. Why? The Republican Party is broke. I'll get into that in a minute. They're cutting off all the avenues for a campaign. It's actually brilliant and completely evil, but very brilliant, yep. right? That's the purpose of the fine. So, what is Trump being accused of here? This is the most amazing thing to me. He's being accused of defrauding people he got loans from, m- millions and millions of dollars of loans, right. by artificially inflating the value of his properties and his businesses, okay? Now, here's where this gets plum nuts, okay? And we didn't hear this testimony until the last week. The actual companies that made the loans Mm -hmm. did their own assessment. Of the value of the property. Kind of makes sense, right? You're going to send an appraiser out. Right. Because why? You're, you are you got to use that property to secure the loan. Right. You have to use those businesses to secure the loan. You don't just go, hey, Donald says it's worth $70 million, so here, have some money. No, it says no one ever. Yeah. Nobody does that in business, and they didn't. They said, listen, we appraised all of this. Mm-hmm. We agreed with him on the value. And we made the loan, as is the practice in our industry. Where's the fraud? Yeah. Where's the fraud? The banks were repaid. There, there, there's no fraud. There's no fraud here at all. Yeah, you No, you're no right. there's no fraud. So all they did was brought in experts to say, oh, look, Donald Trump overvalued his property. I think it's worth blah, blah, blah. That's literally their case. This is uh, former independent counsel Sol Weisenberg uh, with the biggest bombshell of all, is, 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 is In terms of how stupid this case is. Take a listen.
2: Well, the so-called victim testified at trial. Uh, the representative from Deutsche Bank that said we weren't defrauded at all. We wanted to do business with him. <laughs> he didn't get a lower interest rate because of what he did. And uh, there's no difference in, in insurance, uh, uh, the insurance coverage he could have brought. Well, you,
0: said, you know what really ought to happen? Do- it- Hold on, Lee. Let's, let me just point that. Deutsche Bank. We weren't defrauded. We agreed with the value. We did our own appraisals. We don't have a problem. Why are we having these trials? Okay, go ahead. I was just going to say, what ought to
2: happen here is that this judge and the attorney general should be impeached and kicked out of office. Yeah. The, they this, are the ones committing fraud. Exactly. This is a complete waste of time. It is clearly, definitively, absolutely obvious that this is a political persecution. Yes. Period. There is no case here. You are encouraging people to make up testimony to uh, attest to a crime that did not happen.
0: Here's what they're doing. Listen to what's at stake. $370 million fine. Uh, Trump is banned from ever doing business in New York. This completely destroys his business empire, and he loses his business licenses. Now, look at it like a Democrat looks at it. Can you hear the campaign commercial? uh, found guilty of fraud in yeah, New York right. uh, bi- not allowed to do business in New-, New York business license taken. do you trust Donald Trump? Because the right. average person doesn't know what right. I just told you it will sound terrible.
2: And there will immediately be an appeal upon any you know conviction and sentencing here period yes. and, and this will not be imposed for any length of time or any any, any you know, period in the near future.
0: Well, yeah, but here's the thing. I mean, I don't know. It's this is going to have to go through the corrupt New York uh, criminal justice system. So unless Donald Trump can get it before the Supreme Court, I yeah. I don't know that he won't eventually be convicted. But it doesn't matter, or you know, this won't eventually stand because it doesn't matter because they're going to have the campaign commercial. Right?
2: Exactly. That's what the point of this yes, is. it's all the, optics.
0: All of it is optics. That's that is what it is. And when you look at the strategy here, I I, I want you to read this because this I, I don't think Republicans understand this. Headline Newsweek, multiple state Republican parties are going broke. Okay, two swing states. Unfortunately, the parties are in the swing states. Um, Arizona broke, uh, more liabilities than assets. Michigan broke. What does that mean? I mean, they're plum broke. No on the ground, get out the vote. None. Okay, so what happens as soon as early voting starts, the Democrats who have a robust on-the-ground operation, especially in the swing states, they're gonna start taking those voters to the polls, taking them, taking them, taking. We we have nothing. We can't do it. Well, normally the RNC, which would run the big national campaign, would step in, but they're functionally broke. Normally, right now they have fifty to sixty million dollars in the bank. Right, we could at least theoretically run in early voting. On-the-ground operation, if Rana would get off her butt and stop scheduling plastic surgery and jet trips, paying for blowouts with the donor money, but she won't. But the donors have figured out about the plastic surgery and the jets and all of – I mean, she's terrible. Plus, she's lost all these elections yeah. or done terribly. They won't give her money. Normally, she'd have fifty to $60 million cash on hand. She, they, they have the RNC every year going back to 2015. She's got nine, almost the exact cost of the convention. They have no money. They're broke. There will be no national campaign. So the Democrats and, and OK, if you look at a state like Arizona, right, how did the Democrats beat us in Arizona? Early voting. They drove people to vote, drove, 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 made sure they had absentee ballots. What do we do? Nothing. We said, ah, we will wait till election day. Stupid. You know what the Democrats did? They said, hey, those voting machines, they take 18 um, inch ballots, don't they? Yeah, we'll order 22 inch ballots. Seven hour backup. People just left. They won. They're going to do it again. I mean, this is a level of absolute abject stupidity, but they have to make sure that one more last funding source cannot put up a ground fight. That's Trump. And that's the purpose of the three hundred and seventy million dollar fine. This is I look at this and I am in awe of the brilliance and the evil. No, I'm I'm completely
2: understand. And I agree with you. And that's something I've said for some time that Democrats always use absolutely every weapon at their available uh, opportunity every single time, period. And 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 Republicans just roll over and, and let things happen.
0: Oh, by the way, Minnesota's broke too. Um and while that is a red state, uh there's two congressional seats there that are going to be on the, come down to the wire. So we got we got nothing. We got there's nobody could go in there and run a ground operation. That's not sexy, but having run two statewides, I can tell you it's incredibly important. You got to have a ground operation by the state party. There's these these campaigns alone can't do that. I mean they can, but they're not going to have the money to do it. It's this is just this is Wow. And then when you look at the overall strategy, why have, they, why have they piled all these charges on Trump? His legal bills for 2023 alone, and we're not even getting into the real legal bills, are over $50 million. And Reuters had it right. He's bleeding campaign cash to pay legal bills. And what was happening was the RNC was coming behind Trump and they were paying for some of his rallies, right? While Trump used campaign cash on the legal bills at work, the donors figured it out and they're like, no, I'm not paying legal bills. I want to win. And they stopped giving money to Rana. So we are in a world, uh, that's the RNC, Romney McDaniel. We are in a world of hurt. And by the way, you know, Ronna got caught with the the luxury jets and all that crap last year, you know, 2022. The donors were horrified. That's when you'd go, hey, Lee, I think I'm not going to use money for plastic surgery. I think I'm not going to do that. She does. I'm almost wondering, is she a Democrat? Like, is she trying to drive off the donors? Because I could see the Romney family doing that to hurt Trump. And us, finish off MAGA. We're, we are in a world of hurt going into this election. I mean, mm-hmm. these people who are bullish are like, ah, oh, the polls, no, not when you don't have a get-out-the-vote operation. By the way, do you know the Democrats registered more than 100,000 people for 20 million bucks in, the fi- in five of the swing states? You want to know how many we registered? RNC, anyway. Let's hear it. We don't have a program. No. We, we, don't, we didn't. We, aren't, we didn't do that. Okay. Now, we do have some private individuals out there on the ground doing it there's uh, actually a guy who's doing it completely bootstrapped with his own money because rana won't she's too busy getting plastic surgery and going on fox news by the way have you seen the before and after picture of rana no i forgot what she used to look like she was kind of a hag now she looks amazing thanks to the donor cash I wonder how many voters we could have registered with rana's face I mean, she's got to go. I mean, she's got to go. She has to go. But no, you know, haven't noticed nobody's calling for that? No.
2: Well, we have here, but anyway.
0: Text writes How many mortgages does your husband sell that don't uh, fit through underwriting? Oh, the process is incredible just for one person to get a mortgage. I mean, they are, they are just so nitpicky. Hey, what about this thing? What, wait, wait, what is the total on this bill for only yeah. through March? Why is that? Do you think they just handed Trump some loans? Tens of millions of dollars of loans, didn't ask any questions, not in the real world. No. Doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. So this is a fake fraud, fake trial. But I don't, again, I don't know that the general public is ever going to get an understanding of that. They're going to run all kinds of ads and we can't respond to them because we don't have any money. Our armed forces are shrinking. You've heard this story before. It's, it's not new. But why they're shrinking is, first look at this that we've gotten. I think this is fascinating. Love to hear from you on this. Uh, Common says retirement planning text line 71307. White men are fleeing our forces. That is why they are shrinking. And in shocking numbers. The last year of normalcy uh, in terms of recruitment, 2018, A total of 44,042 new army recruits, Caucasian, in 2018. That's pretty much the norm. Fast forward to 2023, it's down to 25,000. So it goes from 44,000 to 25,000. Why are white men fleeing the military? It's white women too, but it's mainly white men. Well, We've documented it here exhaustively. It's the extreme woke culture. And you can see we've played the ads for you. Unless you've got two moms and you're a lesbian, uh, they are not interested in talking to you, particularly if you're a minority. Here's just an example of the message that has been delivered again and again and again. I mean, we've done stories of mandatory pride marches. The whole unit has to march with uh, the flag. We're having transgender drag shows on our bases. Joint Chiefs of Staff, Charles Brown, Uh, he's the current Joint Chiefs of Staff head, Charles Brown, bragged he used diversity as a barometer for promotions and staffing. I purposely build my office, my front office, my team with diversity. I hire for diversity because they all bring different perspective, he said. Well, what does that tell a potential white recruit tells them they shouldn't bother signing their life away and they shouldn't because they'll be they won't be treated fairly now here's the thing that people i think are coming to understand barack obama purged the military at the top level okay there are no patriots left who aren't woke the military is now at the top levels of fundamentally anti-american institution it's not good And people are getting that. And they saw that with the shot mandate, which was further meant to purge the military, and it did. That was a lot of it. What's interesting, we go from 44,000 white recruits for the Army in 2018, normal numbers, down to just 25,000 in 2023. Listen to this from military.com. No other demographic group has seen such a precipitous decline. So the decline is coming from white men and to some extent white women. You just don't feel comfortable anymore in our military. That's on purpose. That's on purpose. Now, remember Jeff Rainforth's reporting from the Lukeville Crossing in Arizona, uh, where Muslim men stream in day and night, day and night, 700 to 1,000 every single dang day. In this particular clip, he's interviewing men from Guinea. Which happens to be 85% Muslim, and he asked them, you know, you're well, you're here, cool. What are you gonna do for your job? They seem to think they're joining the military, specifically the Marines. Weird, right?
2: When you get to New York, you do for work. What do? Work. Uh, um, you uh, US military. You are you gonna go to the military? Yeah,
0: Marines,
1: Marines, military,
0: Marines. So you're all
2: you're gonna yes. go to the Marines? Yeah, right.
0: military, military.
2: My okay. work favorite. Can you make it very difficult? Is it okay? Are you yeah.
1: strong? Yeah. You're very
2: strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Marines are very
1: tough. <laughs> Marines, <laughs> <the> Marines <laughs> are
2: very tough. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, man.
0: Thank you, my just sister. without saying they're illegal immigrants, just so you know. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, funny, just as the Border Patrol has welded open a door in the Trump bollard fence there that was very effective. There was no crossing at Lukeville till they did that about four months ago. Just as that happens, so just as you hear these men saying, hey, yeah, we're coming here to join the military. That's weird, you're illegal. What makes you think you would do that? You have Senator Dick Durbin uh, and the Democrats in the Senate pushing a bill to let illegals join the, guess what? Military. Got to replace those white guys somehow.
2: My colleague from the state of Illinois has legislation which addresses one aspect of that or Bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, says that if you're an undocumented person in this country and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, you can serve in our military, and if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. Do we need that? Do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army and the Navy and the Air Force? They can't... Reach their quotas each month. They can't find enough people
0: to join. Of course they can, because the you're telling force. them to go away. Seven one three zero seven is the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. It's just interesting to me that it is has so alienated uh, white people from the military that they're just. I mean, their numbers have fallen by twenty thousand a year. That's absolutely massive. Um. Texture rates, you are on fire this morning. Damn, I love your show. Thank you. Uh texture rates. Um how oh, yeah, okay, wait. I read that one already. Um we're gonna get back into this Houthi situation with uh with Joe Biden as well. Uh and much more. By the way, have you noticed this week, unbe- you know, beneath all of this, Anthony Fauci is pretty much just testifying before congress just basically very casually admitting that he made up most of the stuff during covid the social distancing uh remember when he demonized everybody who said hey it came out of the wuhan lab remember when you were told you were a racist if you suggest that it came out of the wuhan lab you must hate chinese people wait till you hear what fauci says on that it, facts, it's almost like they want you to know we can make anything up at any time and we can we can literally hold the entire country hostage you know what? Maybe they can't. Maybe we won't fall for it next time. We'll see. Ooh, Owner of a Lonely Heart. Love this song. I have the cheesiest, like, 1980s taste in music. It's so bad. One of my sons, because I'm not real tech savvy, apparently somehow my YouTube music account like with my playlist, got saved to the internet. I don't know. Um, And it was like on my YouTube account. It wasn't private. I didn't know. Like thousands of you are checking out my my playlist. Do you know how embarrassing that is? And if you've checked it out, you know I'm a total cheese ball. It's so bad what I jam out to. I know it's so embarrassing. And now you know. So I was like, I was mortified. I was like like mortified. I was like, oh my God, they know what I listen to, including this song It's on there. Uh, anyway he privated it for me but it was, it was too late the damage was done what cheesy stuff do you rock out to that like you'd be so embarrassed if people knew i'm also a headbanger too i was right at home in a mosh pit one day once upon a time if you don't know what that is <laughs> you're one of my uh younger listeners oh by the way thank you we just got the book this show is number one 35 plus in this market and number two 2554, which talk radio normally never, I mean, like if we can get in the top five, 2554, we're like awesome, right? Because it's a young demo. So there's a lot of young people in this audience. That is so absolutely awesome. So excited. Number one in this in in this market, and you know, for that, for for 35 plus. Number two um, for 2554, which I can't, I mean, I can't be happier about that. I shouldn't even be in the top three in that. I don't know what you're doing here, but welcome. I'm like I love that that you're young and that we're able to connect. So, that's fantastic. I think a lot of the online stuff I'm doing is helping with that too, cuz that's how you guys take in information. So, welcome. It's awesome. It's also freezing. Have you noticed how cold it is here? It is really cold. Normally, if you've lived in the Upstate or the the Carolinas for any amount of time, you know how it goes. It it gets broken up. Like, we'll have some days in the 40s with the high in the 40s, you know, low 50s. But then we'll have those, like, days, even in the winter, like, low 60s, mid 60s, right? I've been trying to go hiking for weeks. I can't. Because I just can't stand a high of 48s too much for me. We haven't gotten a break in it, man. It is cold. It's almost like there's no global warming. See what's going on in Sweden? Record cold temperatures. They've got electric buses there that, you know, like Kamala wants us to have to have here. How's that going? Not so good. Not so good. Too cold for the new green electric buses in Sweden. So they just canceled the bus routes. And if you can't get to work, oh well. It's all very green and completely stupid. Meanwhile, do you see how it's going with Hertz? Do you see what's up with Hertz? You know, the rental car p- company, those guys? They're selling a third of their rental car fleet, the electric. Rental car fleet, a third of their electric car fleet, they've announced they're getting rid of it. Just can't make it work because you know how it is with rental cars. You drive that car hard. I mean, you do things with it you wouldn't do with your own car, right? Those cars can't be driven hard. They just can't. They really can't be driven for a lot of miles at all reliably it's just it's too much of a pain in the neck they've got problems with charging they've got people people breaking down got everything fully charged takes hours and hours to do it it's just it's such a half they can't do it so they're just like forget it, we're getting rid of this thing and these are the cars that joe biden wants to force half of us to buy by 2030 half the new fleet uh would have to be electric so i don't, I don't know how it's gonna work work exactly Uh, Oh, by the way, did you see this? Because of the record cold snap, we're finding out uh, what happens in the cold when you most, you know, need the electricity and all. What happens in the cold when you depend on wind turbines? And the answer is (laughs) nothing. (sighs) They freeze. Wait, what? They freeze. Yeah. They freeze. Sweden's having the same problem. Uh, turbines frozen and have lost almost 50% of their capacity in the cold weather. So perhaps if we had some actual global warming, this green junk might work better. So I guess hope for global warming, I say, I don't know, but this is where we are. This is the bizarre place uh, that we find ourselves this morning. Okay. Okay. Let's jump on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line. My playlist consists of 70s, 80s, 90s uh, country, groovy, rock, headbangers, no rap, even Christian. By the way, love you. Thank you. Uh, Texture Writes, hey, Tara. That's how you can tell it's the hottest year on record. That's a crock. Texture Writes, hey, Tara. Uh, What's wrong with uh? Yes, and mine other country sticks Van Halen, Hall and Oates, Don't laugh. New Kids on the Block. Oh, I know. I love their music. It's so bad. Yeah, I even have Taylor Swift, Christian worship move mu- mu- uh, music. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so many of you guys are apparently jamming out to my list. I don't think you last long though. It's it's full on cheese white. Anyway, uh, but it is. But it's something I just like to kind of groove with. So. All right. Meanwhile, do you see this? It's serious. Um, more you know, serious situation. Warning: U.S. intelligence officials warn Hezbollah may target mainland U.S. Mid war in Israel. Yeah, we got this other problem. See, so we just hit those Houthis. Do you see that hundred strikes? We we made sure that we didn't kill them though. We gave them hours to get out of the way because we don't want to kill their leadership because then they can't attack us again. That would ruin Joe Biden's plan to get in a war. and totally screw it up. So you gotta look like you're taking him out, but like not actually like that. Yeah. Well, did you see this? U.S. intelligence officials warn Hezbollah, they're out of Lebanon. They're a radical Islamic group, may target mainland U.S. amid war in Israel. Cool. So that's them. Now the Houthis that are that are firing at our ships, almost no response in two months, that's what you get. They're saying they're gonna respond against U.S. targets Across the world. So that's here. So they're probably living like, I don't know, uh, somewhere in the U.S. They'd have to be. Everybody else is. I want to bring back this story that I had. See this one? Remember this one? If you're online, you're watching this. Center for Immigration Studies in October. uh, They had fought a FOIA for for almost two years because they had heard a rumor that Joe Biden was letting people from terrorist countries in here using the CPB1 app. So you just do a very short online application. There's almost no background check. They give you a QR code and you use it to fly into America. So you don't even have to walk through the desert if you want to kill us all. You could just come on a plane. It's all very convenient. Well, the Biden administration had denied they were doing this. In fact, they would not give Congress any information, but the Center for Immigration Studies got it. Guess what? Joe Biden had let in 250,000 people, all of them illegal immigrants. He gives them this fake little QR code. It's that, that is not legal, okay? He cannot legally do that, and he lets them in. They're still illegal immigrants, but it, it lets them fly in. But here's the scary part. Including 7,332 people from special interest countries, including, are you ready for this, Iran? Because we don't have enough terrorists. Lebanon? Wait, isn't that where Hezbollah's from? By God, it is. What is the headline this morning again? U.S. intelligence officials warn Hezbollah may target mainland U.S. amid war in Israel. And Joe's been flying them in here. But he's vetting them. Uh, no, he's not actually. 99.7% went through minimal to no vetting process. Should be just like. You don't want the terrorists to really struggle going across the desert, you know, because they can. It's cold in the winter. I mean, you could frostbite. I mean, in the summer you could die. It's hot. So he's just flying them in. Iran, Lebanon, Jordan, Yemen. Wow. Wait, that's where the Houthis are from, right? You know, the ones we just retaliated against. The ones who say they're going to strike U.S. targets. Joe has been secretly flying them into the country. Not legally. They're still illegals. This just gets them past the airport screening. Oh, and also Egypt and Afghanistan. 7,000 of them, where are they? Yeah, I don't know. I have a feeling we'll find out, though. I have a feeling we'll find Folks, when you're importing a terror army, terrorist army like this, when you go into the desert and you weld open a door to let Muslim men in, sums up, sums up. And I have a feeling that I'm going to use this story over and over and over again before it's all over. I got to tell you what, Gen Z is a very strange, very strange generation. Now, if you're listening to the show right now and you're able to get through whole moments of it and you're Gen Z without going into a fetal position, obviously, I'm not talking about you. You're functionally sane. But I mean, the rest of your generation, I mean, what do we start to week with? 30% of you, 30% of you think Bin Laden was probably a good guy. Cuckoo. And now this. This is the most un-American thing I think I've heard in probably like three or four days, which is saying a lot. Gen Z doesn't care about sports. Gen Z doesn't care about sports. Just 25% of Gen Z says they give a rip about sports. (laughs) Wow. That's opposed to 42% of millennials so it's it's just uh, sports. I I, just, I don't know if it's going to go out of style or what. But it, this is a different. I mean, that just is this is a different culture here in America? And they're saying it's because Gen Z, this is from USA Today, spends an increasing amount of time tuned into their digital lives. They lose sight of traditional forms of community the previous generations relied on. See, this is the thing: sports and look. I'm I'm not a a huge sports fan, but I do kind of follow along. Sports is like a language of social communication. This is how guys in particular make conversation. It's not just, hey, I like it, it's fun, blah, blah, blah. I'm a tailgate. It's 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 a social form of communication. It is a way for us all to relate to each other, especially men. That's not gonna happen. Can you say you know what you can now see why the NFL hired Taylor Swift to pretend she's having a relationship? with one of their big names. I'm not I'm not going to do their PR for them. Oh, yeah, that whole thing is all scripted. That's not real. The New York Times even knows it. Did you see what they just wrote? I I, I think they've got their number at the NFL. They said, Taylor Swift, she's faking it. The New York Times just asserted she's gay because they like her and they, they can't relate to her cuz she's just a white woman. She has to be gay, too. They just asserted she's gay. They said, no, she's really gay. And they said they think that the whole NFL thing... It's just for promotion. I actually agree with them. I that's the way I think it's all fake. Did you see the first time she came out she brought Ryan Reynolds with her right when Barbie was popular? He just happens to show up but doesn't want any money for it. Are you kidding me? Do you know what he gets for an appearance? And he shows up for free with Taylor Swift. Ah, uh, uh, they paid them. Why? They're trying to get this generation to tune into sports There ain't gonna be any sports. Not like there was anyway. Not without their money. Not without their ratings points. This is a strange generation. I don't know what we do
1: with them. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand